0: Hello everyone. This is going to be a slightly different episode. Uh, Instead of talking about what the studies show, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, a kind of bigger question, a a tech question. In fact, the tech question that everyone is worried about, which is, is AI going to wipe humanity off the face of the planet? Um, Everyone's worried about AI. Everyone's talking about AI. Uh, Some people dismiss the concerns. Some people hype up the concerns. What's the most rational way to think about this, um, the reason we're going to talk about this is because one of us, that's Tom. Hello. Hello, uh, has uh, has written a whole book on this topic, and in fact, wrote it several years ago, way mm. before this became uh, a topic of of, uh, of uh, main debate. I'm yeah.
1: an AI apocalypse hipster. Yes, um, indeed. Yes, I indeed. was into it before it was cool.
0: <laughs> it was cool. Uh, welcome to the Study Show. Uh, my name's Stuart Ritchie, from science writer at the I newspaper,
1: and I'm Tom Chivers, another science writer at Semaphore.
0: He is indeed. Uh, so what we're going to do this time is I'm uh, going to pretend to be, I, I think I broadly agree with many of Tom's concerns, but that's no fun. So I'm going to pretend to be and play the role of someone sceptical of the AI apocalypse or you know worries about AI, mm-hmm. worries about X risk, as many people talk about it, existential risk from, from AI. Um, and I'm going to quiz Tom and interrogate him and berate him on uh, this topic, and he is going to um, give the 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 sort of uh, the other side of the the argument. So, just so you know, I, I'm going to say things which I don't necessarily uh, agree with, but they are things which I have heard people say, read people write uh, on this topic.
1: Okay. All right, okay, so let's go for it. Yes, yeah, so you, you're just going to spend the next 45 minutes like shouting at me, calling me a fool. You fool, you idiot, that sort of stuff. That's, I'm not going to do that,
0: I mean. you fucking moron.
1: All right, swearing, very swearing. All right, you
0: <laughs> Sorry, okay. uh, yeah, you shouldn't swear in the first few minutes. Oh, that's YouTube
1: all right anyway I think, I, yeah, we might, yeah. might be children listening i don't know we should we never really established a swearing policy for this show we should come back <laughs> to that true. at some point that's true um yeah. uh, if your children are listening we apologize and uh Stuart will write to you in i'm discussion. just trying to
0: get aggressive i'm trying to build myself up yeah, yeah, to be exactly. aggressive
1: testosterone yeah. pumping through you yeah, yeah, exactly, all right okay exactly. so let's start out so you probably have heard people talking about the ai apocalypse and you're I don't know, uh, Stuart. Uh, have you heard about that? Is that a thing you've heard of?
0: One or two times, I've seen it mentioned in the press recently. Although, actually, when it first started being mentioned, it, it, people couldn't quite believe it. Uh, it was, it was. We've we've had years of people talking about bias in AI and worrying about um, misinformation mm-hmm. and worrying about whether AI is going to take people's jobs. Yep. Um, but when people started first talking about the longer term apocalyptic risks of ai the newspapers many newspapers kind of missed it they, they started talking about the jobs and stuff again and mm. as if it was almost too silly to talk about um and uh you know for the purpose of this podcast it is really silly why should we be worrying about this
1: yeah it's ridiculous anyway, okay no, no it's, 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 you're meant to be on the I've, other oh, side sorry sorry yeah. yes okay so yeah no, that's absolutely right I, I first wrote about this topic in about 2000 and. 14 or something when Nick wow. Bostrom's book Superintelligence came out and I wrote I, I did I reviewed it for the telegraph mm. and I remember getting emails from people who had been looking into it at the time saying look this is one of the few um reviews that didn't immediately go oh yes it's all like the terminator um so you know so so I, I should try and explain what the worries are right and the, I mean at the most basic level there is a bunch of people who worry that pretty soon we're going, you know, but whenever, but you know, but might be quite soon. We'll build a an intelligent AI, something that can that is as clever or more clever, or eventually cleverer than humans at a wide range of things, and that it will destroy humanity because it's very very difficult to build a super intelligent thing and give it goals that don't that are compatible with humans staying alive. Basically, so um, uh, current AIs are what we call narrow AIs. If you get a like a chess playing AI, it's uh, extremely good at playing chess, vastly superhuman at playing chess, but it couldn't do your taxes or it couldn't um, navigate, you know, to tell you the best way to get to Walthamstow or anything like that. It doesn't, it, it, it's no. It's it's extremely good at the narrow set of things. Some companies, DeepMind and OpenAI are among them, are explicitly trying to call, build artificial general intelligence, which is something that could do everything that a human mind can do. Um, and... The hope is, and you can see it happening now with you know the the things that they are building, ChatGPT and um, uh, Alpha AlphaFold protein things, and all these things. That this more that the use of AI can do incredible things that could transform the world for the better for humanity. So it has, you know the reason that humans are in charge of the world is not because we're bigger and stronger than other animals; it's because we're cleverer and better better at cooperating and can build uh, can learn to use tools and solve problems. But the concern is. That it will be very hard to control this thing. That we won't know how to control it and to make it do what we want, as opposed to what we narrowly tell it to do. So does that does that do you, do you does that make sense? Are you yeah, that to-
0: that sums up what uh, what people have 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 said. And 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 just to pick up on something. Yeah. They, they have actually explicitly said that they want a general AI. Right? It's not that they're just saying we want the best uh, Chat GPT or the best you know the best chat bot or, or something. No. They explicitly said that they want something
1: from the beginning with DeepMind. It's been a, an explicit goal to build a general AI. Now, right. I've spoken to different people in DeepMind and they have different ideas of what a general AI means. Uh, yeah. I, I was speaking to um, uh, one of their robotics people a few years ago, and, and she said that it was like if she, she if she thinks of a cat as a as a sort of general ai there's you know it can you can deal with any situation you put a cat in it won't do a it won't it won't do your math but it's not going to like go to a blue screen of death and say i cannot compute this situation if you if it, 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 it is generally intel, it, it's not an ai obviously but it's, it has a general intelligence capable of all the situations a cat finds itself in so that's one sense but other ones i think demis hasarris and people are talking about something much more you know a, a genuine super intelligence that that is Quite capable of being as you know, doing anything that a human can do, and more, and as incredibly powerful and multi-purpose, and you know ch- changes the world that sort right, of thing. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. And when we're when we're talking about intelligence and general intelligence stuff, the the term is used in multiple different ways sometimes, and obviously sometimes it's used to mean just the property that a, a, a brain or in, in this case a computer has that a rock doesn't. like... Yeah. It, 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 Uh, I don't know how you would, what the best way to define that would be something like uh, capable of uh, performing tasks that get towards a goal, solving problems. Uh, And then there's the other kind of intelligence, which is that they're more intelligent, that that people can be more or less intelligent than each other. And then that the AI might be more intelligent Mm. than, than any, than any human, right? So that's the kind of um, the IQ test definition that like people differ. Yeah, and then the computer differs. Uh, it and those those are both being used, right? And when we're talking about AI, well, yeah,
1: I mean, I think I think yes. I mean, there's there is, yeah, the 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 intelligence as in has the ability to achieve goals within the world. But I, mean, I, I suppose those two. I mean, this is very much your field of expertise from back when you were an academic. But mm. the um, when we talk about do, do those two. I feel like those two definitions overlap significantly right the uh, the a, a, ro- a mouse has more ability to solve problems than a rock does yes. and a chimpanzee has more ability to solve problems than a mouse does and so on but so it's like
0: that- the two there's sort of two prongs of psychology which is in one on one sense we um in one sense we talk about the modal person and like mm. what is going on in that person's brain when they you
1: know, try and solve, solve a
0: task do yeah. an iq test whatever and then in the other sense and and that you know that modal person trying to work out what goes on is a whole branch of psychology like maybe the majority of psychology research is, is trying to work out what's going on in the brain of a modal person um, whether that's you know helped by neuroscience or just psychology and then there's the other kind which is how, why do some people differ hmm. and those two branches of psychology don't talk to each other as much as they should and the sort of holy grail is that we we make a model that both explains how the average person is, is thinking about stuff and also explains why in some people that's more efficient than in others so so that's the kind of that's that's the, those are the two different ways of, yeah. of talking about intelligence well, I think I cognition. think it is
1: it is fair saying we'll come back to a bit about definitions of intelligence and um, yes. why it can get a bit bogged down without actually being very helpful. But we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I think I think the idea is firstly that this will have some the the, the AIs have clearly have already some problem solving ability, right? You can like you, you know, whether in narrow fields like AlphaFold and it can you can give it a um, AlphaFold is. DeepMind's protein folding ai which can tell you the physical structure of a protein from its sequence of amino acids which is really helpful in bio biomedical science and drug discovery and things and it's really transformed how a lot of work's being done there um and it's obviously better at solving those problems than humans are right that's uh, so so you give so uh, on that narrow definition of uh, problem solving it's better at you know it both has this ability and it is better at humans so there's so the idea i suppose would be that yes in in future these ais will be capable of uh, uh, capable of solving problems in a wide variety in a very very wide variety of fields and that they will be better at it in, in, in measurable senses than humans at all at all or at least the large majority of these different subfields so, it is thanks. still
0: just a computer though isn't it I mean uh, it's not like we uh, it's not like this has a physical body I mean one of the things that makes humans you you know you said that humans are not as intelligent as other sorry humans are more intelligent than other animals hmm. uh and that's the reason that we've been able to take over the world and that's true to some extent but also we're not confined to a computer we also have physical bodies and we're able to do things physically ais are not like that you know everyone's worried about chat GPT. uh it's just a it's just a, a, a software on a computer you can uh send a question and it gives you an answer I, I, I fail to see how that can become, you know, a, a, a sort of an agent in the way that people uh, worry about and the way that we um, start to compare. You know, uh, uh, it's all very well something being intelligent if it doesn't have agency.
1: OK, so there's two things there that you've mentioned. One, I, you know, that it's not a physical being. Well, OK, but you can... It can it can presumably control a quadcopter drone with a gun on the bottom or something like that. You know that, that, that's that, that that's. I don't think the the lack or it can be attached to the internet and go and per, you know do so. Th- so I don't think the the lack of a physical well, go and do body, what go
0: and do what. I I need a better explanation here.
1: All right, well I'll, I'll, we'll we'll come back to them, but I think the the agency thing is genuinely interesting, right? Because you you said it'll just it'll just do what you tell it. It'll do what the um you know we
0: uh, give it agency by we, giving we, it goals. Yeah.
1: We give it instructions and it'll just do what we say. It's just it's just a mathematical algorithm for turning the um instructions you give it into an outcome right yeah. that, i mean and that is that is absolutely true all right so i'm going to tell a little this is one of the, the two i think studies that i will mention in this uh, episode of the studies show hmm. um there was this great little uh, paper released on archive in 2018 and um it looked at so it, it designed simple algorithms or well we sort of you can call them ai's if you like so it's sort of a machine learning algorithms through a mechanism called digital evolution so what that did it, they they tried out you know they'll, they'll try a load of different algorithms the ones that get better do well at a certain task they will then breed in inverted commas from them and then wow. make, and, and so so you're literally evolving um algorithms in the same way that the that that real evolution evolves things and they tried that on you know the various tra- places they tried de- various different um tasks now the one uh that it was most famous let me see i've got i've got a whole list of them here um yeah so there was a, there, a couple of them were really quite like basic they they put these algorithms in a in a uh a sort of digital 3d environment and they and they tried to make them try to find the ones that did best at, at moving from point a to point b Yeah, Um, and if if the one the ones that got furthest were bred from, and in you know in a set time, and then they and so so you hopefully you breed interesting ways of locomoting, you know, so they're hoping they'd find like ones that develop bipedal motion or that develop. Right, crawling like a snake, or whatever.
0: So they're not directly giving it these features, but they're sort of no. allowing it to develop them exactly, and they're then selecting the ones that wh- where the, it works exactly
1: where it works. And, like uh, evolution, but, yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, so what they what they found was that. Um, Instead of breeding any sort of legs, they just the all the the algorithms bred and designed an avatar that was just really really tall with a big weight on the end. And then when the simulation started, it would just fall over in the in the direction right. of the of you know it's trying to get from X to Y. And but it, right. it's a really tall uh, thing on X, and then it falls over in the direction of Y, and that and that counts, you know. So it's it, it's, it's solved the problem, but it's not solved the problem exactly how you wanted it right it's 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 seen it solved the problem as stated but not the problem it's not done what the designers want there was another one which was asked given a task of creating text files which were um, as close as possible as some target text files which okay. were you know and they're just so so and so they um they 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 unleashed it and they saw that they were which ones are doing well and then they noticed that loads of the algorithms were all returning perfect solutions Okay, and they like, "What's going on here?" And they went and looked in it, and it turned out that one of them had evolved the idea of simply going into the target text files and deleting them, so that they were all blank, and then it, then they could all of them could just return an empty sheet and get a perfect score. Nice. Okay, and my favorite one is they tried to teach them to play noughts and crosses, um, uh, well, tic tac toe, but on, you know, as Americans call it, but noughts and crosses, you know, it's all like connect four type job, except mm. on a very really large board of uh, so b- bigger than just the classic three by three. Um, and, again, they noticed that one of them was winning lots and lots. And it turned out what it had done, it was they were playing against each other, a- AIs playing against each other, and one, they turned out that one of them had designed a... Um, had realised that if it played a, an impossible move, a move on a, a square on the board, trillions of squares away from the actual board, <laughs> um, then the its opponent would have to try and model a board that big in its memory, would be unable to do so, would crash, and the it first would AI would computer. win by default. Um <laughs> So again, you know, it's it's solved the problem, and it's not had age. You know, what, what what does agency mean? It hasn't 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 broken its programming. It hasn't gone and done a thing. It she hasn't like achieved consciousness and tried to and, and you know re- realize there's more to life than tic tac toe. Mm-hmm. But what it has done is solved the problem in a way that you didn't want in a in, yeah. a, in a in an unexpected and uh, you could say creative if you like. I mean, it's you know these words. It's all these words are human words that have you know weird definitions that we don't know but the point is it the outcome was not what you expected or wanted and it has, so it is in it has used agency if you like to go off, go off on a weird path all right now so that's so imagine then the, the the imagination is okay that's fine when you're dealing with it um when you're dealing with comedy situations like someone a, a computer cra- hacking its way to winning at noughts and crosses yeah But if you had some really powerful AI, which you've asked it to do some really important and exciting thing, then it might solve that goal in some really dangerous and unpleasant way. And the thesis is that a lot of those ways, for even quite harmless tasks, could be fatal or extremely extremely dangerous to humanity. Well, okay? let's just I, so I think I think these yeah,
0: so this is uh like many myths from the past and stories mm. and so on that uh you know you don't always get what you you yes. ask the genie, for the genie the, uh, the genie or whatever, the, genie, or the, the monkey's uh the monkey's paw that that yeah. curls uh and you know you get a version of 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 what you want but you don't actually get the um You don't actually get the specific thing that you asked for um which is this old story from the early 20th century like 1903 or 1902 or something where the guy gets the monkey's paw and he's told it grants him wishes and he says i I wish for money and he gets the money but if i remember correctly it's an insurance payment for like his brother's death so something really terrible happens and it gets him the money because he gets Mm. the payout but it's not in the way that he actually wanted and and what you're saying is that the ai could could do that and that's you know that's a a worry that we've had certainly in uh in fiction uh in the past and it's always, it's clearly a, a a worry but isn't it the case that these ais even the ones that we have now i mean obviously the ones you're talking about are playing tic tac toe and things it's mm. it's hardly you know dangerous but even the ones we have now they're not uh anywhere near approaching human intelligence right they 're not even anywhere near approaching levels of of skill that we have They make bizarre mistakes We all have heard about uh a i s hallucinating like making facts up we've all heard about the weird errors and weird mistakes that come in to these a i Chatbots, like uh, um, if you ask it whether a number is prime, uh, this is ChatGPT. Uh, it, it will basically just always say yes or always say no, depending on you know uh, what when you that? ask it. Um, just weird things like that, which you know any any intelligent human would 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 not do. Um, and the verbal fluency of the chatbot kind of hides, kind of masks the fact that actually. It's a very weird and, and not actually that intelligent thing uh, underneath, isn't? Isn't that uh, doesn't that relieve any or alleviate any worries uh, that it could, you know, create lots of damage in future?
1: Okay, so I think there's three. I, see, I try and keep all three of my responses to that in my brain because I'm worried I'll forget one and I'm halfway mm. through. The, f- the first one, right, is I, I wrote. Like, we're talking about. LLMs, the chatbots like ChatGPT in 2023. Um, Uh, Yeah, and
0: and, and by the way, when we talk about LLMs, that's large language models where you feed loads of text, the internet, books into a model. The model then statistically uh, uh, analyzes that data Hmm. and then it learns what the next word in a sentence would be when you ask it a question. So you say, uh you ask it a question about what do you think I should have for dinner tonight? And it will produce a sentence because it's read so many human sentences in the past, it produces a sentence that looks very similar to a human sentence. It will often in- include um uh, content that we find uh, appropriate as well, but mm. what I'm saying is that that sometimes the content is not appropriate because it's actually just trained to produce words, the next word in the sentence, the next word in the sentence, and it's very good at that, and it's very good at sounding in many ways like a like a human and, and even like a creative human. Yeah. But it's it's superficial. It's not actually understanding anything. It's not actually uh, 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 comprehending what it's saying.
1: All right. Okay. So th- there's a lot of things to say to that. F- firstly right we're talking about the these what these ones now as they are in 2023 but i i wrote my book um currently called the rationalist guide to the galaxy originally released as the ai does not hate you for anyway we changed the name doesn't matter the um when when it when it came when it, i did the research for it in 2017 18 really um and when that book was when i was doing that research it was still pretty new and exciting that an AI could tell the difference between a cat and a dog, a picture of a cat and a dog. You know, nice. That was that 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 was sort of five years ago, right? And five years before it simply hadn't been able to do that, pretty much. You know, they they just they were this is when the the, the rise of large uh, neural network AIs like the ones that like the systems used to make chat GPT and things were sort of just coming along. Yeah. And it was really amazing to people that they were as as um effective as they are. And then but then when the first, I think it was GPT three came out in what twenty twenty something like that twenty twenty one, maybe even a little before maybe two. Uh, but yeah, twenty anyway. And, it, and the idea that it could write these, you know, it, it could do it could write bad fanfic and stuff, and it was sort of new when you asked it to write a thing. It sort of made sense in a bad, in like a bad university essay and all sort of that But it was it was incredible to people. And now you can get it to write extremely coherent not always perfect by any means but very like you know very very impressive you know can i have a conversation i mean uh, the the thing that amazes me is you know for my whole life that people talked about the turing test as a model of intelligence you know like when 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 an ai can pass the turing test which is if you don't know is when you can if if you have someone sitting there and there's two text screens in front of the two you know they've got two Tech chat windows open basically yeah. and one of them behind them uh, behind the chat window is an AI but the other one is a human and the AI can't, and they, they, and you can't tell better than guessing or much better than guessing Yeah, whether which you're one speaking
0: to a robot or a, exactly, or a person. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and was like, well, you know, that, then we can do that. We can, we'll have really sort of, you know, it's not even worth asking whether we've achieved real intelligence anymore because, you know, we won't be able to tell. We might as well just say it's intelligent. But now we... We've done that. Like the the Chat GPT on its on its you know it's it's full fat version that you can get if you pay for um yes uh for the pay OpenAI or Microsoft for it you can get the the sort of the full version and it regularly passes the turing test and no one now is claiming that it's intelligent there's an old i think it's marvin minsky used to say something like um as soon as it works no it was john mccarthy anyway one of them as soon as it works no one calls it ai anymore so the, it, right. the, you know, it, it, we we are consistently underwhelmed by things because they work but it's incredible what they can do now and the progress from a few years ago is incredible and god knows what it'll look like in five years time you know that's that's so i i'm i'm un unreassured by the fact that things right now can't do that much. Uh, the, yes, it is the ch- the chat GPT is not going to destroy the world because it is literally just a chatbot, really. Um, but it is I mean it is also cleverer than you give it credit for when you say it's just doing sort of surface statistics. It's just superficial. Because it is in order to to create these meaning these sentences that look like look like human sentences. It needs to do some sort of work to understand the 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 or to sort of model what is going on behind you know if you if you tell you a story it will maintain the people's positions in that story so like, if you tell does a if you write a a story about uh, the Lord of the Rings it'll have Gimli and Aragorn and remember which one's standing where and do the and do the um uh sort of maintain everyone's positions in the universe within it because because otherwise the sentence wouldn't um uh make sense in the long you know just it would it would just be words unconnected coming off the other so it, so it does do some sort of world building they did some really clever showing of this in a uh, they used an llm like thing a large language model like thing to um learn to play othello just from the the moves in othello and they could show in clever ways that i won't go into here that it was that it was building a model of the board inside its brain for want of a better word you know so so they are they are they're doing more than just the um than just uh superficially chatting things out, but also that 's not all they're going to do they they in a few years there'll be much more multimodal type things that can interact with the world in different ways they 'll have robotic they'll have more better robotics they'll have um vid- you know, access to video and all these things which are which can then be interacted with through a chat gpt type hub but it's, I'm just saying what it looks like now is not what it'll look like in five years or ten years and you said um you know that this is all miles away it's years away but the concern is right if you know the the when you ask ai researchers and we'll probably come back to this when human level or really powerful ai will come along most of them think in the next 50 years or so right that less than um and if someone said to you that an alien spaceship will arrive in the next 50 years, you wouldn't go, it's only it's 50 years ago. We're 50 years away. We're not going to... You know, why, why are we worrying about it now? You try and take steps to be ready for whatever is approaching. Right, We're talking about the first intelligent l- agent, if you like, on the planet other than humans... Ever you know the it is it seems it seems worth being aware of or sort of paying attention to what it will end up being I think uh, so those are my responses to
0: that all right all right well okay, so there is a bit more going on under the hood and mm. it is advancing uh very rapidly mm. um wh- but but if it if it becomes a a, a problem either mm. one we will Program it such that uh, it, it the program go, the the problem goes away. So we'll program it so that it it, it doesn't do anything bad. And uh, the other thing is, if it, you know, if it becomes a problem, we'll just switch it off. I mean, it, it's a it's a computer. It's on a it's a it's a piece of software. It it doesn't actually have a, a body. It's not like a human being where you know we have to we have to lock it away in a prison to control it or anything. It, it's uh, it's just on a computer. Switch Locker. it off
1: so i mean this is where it gets trickier and i I think it makes hard hard people to uh, some some people will and you know it it intuitively makes sense right i I can well actually i couldn't just unplug my laptop because it's got a battery which is inconvenient for the point but um, but you know yeah. yeah exactly i could i could just press the off switch um but there's there's this idea of something called um, convergent instrumental goals is the name is is this idea from this guy called Steve Mahendro who is a who is in fact a computer scientist at Illinois who's looked at this sort of stuff quite a lot and he says like okay bear in mind we're de- we're dealing with something that is much more intelligent than so you said you said earlier on like well, show me how talk to me about how this thing is going to you know show me a plausible way and what he and others say is like, it's a bit like saying, oh, you think Gary Kasparov could beat me at chess? Well, just show me the exact moves he would make to beat me at chess. You, you can't because Gary Kasparov's much better than you at chess, but hmm. you can say there are certain things he'll probably do on, you know, I can predict the end state that it will end up in without knowing the exact methods that it, you know, the routes it'll take to get there. Right. And, but you can say some things like he, you know, he'll probably um, build up in the middle and try and, um, and not leave his king somewhere to be, a t- you know, there are sort of things like sub-goals that you can predict are useful okay. on the on the way, right? And he, um, Omohundro says there's analogous things for AI, there are things that he calls convergent instrumental goals, which are, you know, whatever you, whatever you, your ultimate goal is, you know, whether it's um, curing cancer or, built, you know, defending America against nuclear attack or whatever, there are certain sub-goals that will almost always help. And one of them is not really quite a crucial one is not being destroyed or switched off or reprogrammed like a reprogrammed one is really crucial actually because Im- imagine you've got some uh, ai who's um which the job was to uh i don't know f- make um make ke- teacups you know and um, right. and you go oh yeah, i've i've got enough teacups I'm going to go into that AI and I'm going to reprogramming it so it destroys some teacups. From the AI's point of view, which has this goal to make teacups and fill the world with teacups, you you going and changing that is literally a fate worse than death for it. It and it, it's it's goal of making teacups will be devastated by that because mm-hmm. it will then be so so if you if if it lets you come in and fiddle around in its circuits, then it will it's it's its goal of, of um, making more teacups will be destroyed. It will be ruined. And similarly, if you, you know, it's much easier to fulfil your goal of making teacups on the whole if you are not destroyed and not switched off. You, need, it's much easier for you to do these things. I mean, right. and, and on the reprogramming thing, I mean, I don't know. You've got a kid now, like other people. You know, maybe some listeners have children. Oh. We care. We care very deeply about our kids' futures. If someone would come in and say, "Oh look, I see you care very deeply about your kids' futures. That sounds like a hassle. Why don't I just reprogram your brain so you don't care? Uh, you know, and then then you then you won't have to worry about that anymore." I, I wouldn't want that. I would want my goals to remain what they are because that is crucial to every you know to who I am to what to what I so and I would resist being reprogrammed. I think it is fair to say. Right.
0: So what you're saying is we would try to re- we would try to reprogram or switch off the mm. AI, and it would somehow what, turn the button it. into a big electric shock and stop us from doing it? How would it stop us from doing it?
1: Well, I mean, for instance, the, remember the one thing about AIs is they are just software. So it was nothing necessarily stopping it about from um, just copying itself all over the internet, for instance. You know, to load loads of other places where it's not in, mm. the, in a place where, you know, if you, now do you then not connect it to the internet? But if you, if you want your AI to do useful things, you probably want it to be connected to the internet so that it can be useful right you know and, you and want, you're worried
0: that it's going to email itself to to lots of people and thus
1: yeah probably have to use we transfer or dropbox or something because <laughs> you know it's got well, yeah, actually
0: do you know what that's that is a that is an objection though
1: mm. it, places right. like
0: open mm. and microsoft google all the people that are developing ais have uh Massive server farms of uh computers using enormous amounts of electricity you know they're create they're generating all this you know all this heat and blah 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 blah
1: yeah. Yeah, it, they, that's
0: what's required to run a model like this. Certainly to train it. I mean, running it is, is different from training it. Ie, you know, hmm. putting all that data in there. So I, I, I realize that's a different, a different thing. But it's not just as simple that the AI, the AI would copy itself onto another computer, right? Because that computer that it copies itself onto would have to have enormous uh, hardware resources.
1: It's true. Although having said that, could you have played the game? What games can you play on your phone now that you couldn't have played on any computer in the world fifteen years ago? Um, right. Uh, you know I, I, I don't know how I don't know how much of an objection that is in the longer term
0: so you're worried um, that the AI would we would make AI efficient or it would make itself more efficient
1: Although no just that the the, the the software the hardware required to run really intelligent things will be much more widely available in you know 15 the moore's law is a thing right and mm. pro, uh, there's an argument whether it's still a thing but it, you know the the point is we each year the available hardware becomes much more powerful and much cheaper so i i, I yes if you try to download the entirety of chat gpt into um a mobile phone now it would probably not work but it, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily rule out the possibility that, it, that that becomes less of a problem in future but the 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 other thing, you know, if we're talking about, a gen- we're also, and, and this is where it always sounds a bit sci-fi, and it is difficult, right? Because you're always saying we're talking about something that's much more intelligent than us, right? right. And you say, well, but that yeah, doesn't okay. exist, yeah, exactly. So what yeah. we're what we talking, and but it's re- if, if there was something that is much cleverer than us and really doesn't want us to switch it off, then it might, well, it, sh- it shouldn't be beyond it to find ways of like like asking us to, tr- you know, we could trick a chimp or an eight-year-old into letting us out of the room it's trying to keep us locked in or something you know there's there it is it is not it, it is in theory something that is much cleverer than us and you know maybe it just cuts out the middleman and um designs loads of tiny bacteria-like robots that get into all our bloodstreams at the same time and release a tiny amount of botulinum toxin and we all fall over dead at the same time. And no, just a second. Yeah. Now, hold on. <laughs> okay. That
0: seems to be quite a lot of steps. Uh, uh, you know, we've, we've got to the point where we have chatbots hmm. that, are, that are very convincing. Yeah. It seems like there's quite a long way to go before it's designing miniature robots uh, that that then, you know, take over our brains we've you know it's not like we could 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 do that it's possible that we if we were very intelligent we could we could do you know if we were much more intelligent than we are currently we could do that but there might also be just limits on the sorts of things that you can do there might just be you know limits on uh how much a piece of software can uh convince people how much a piece of software can design things that will stop itself from being switched off um maybe it doesn't have the training the programming to be able to 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 achieve these things do you not think that that we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves in worrying about all these scenarios where there's no actual evidence that they have happened yet uh and, and only speculation as to how they could happen in the future
1: I mean, it's always going to be speculation. I, I do think it is possible. Very, in fact, look. I I should say, right? I think this is a most of this stuff is plausible. I don't think it's the most likely outcome. All right. I'm. I've just the reason. I've been. I've been talking to people who work in proper. You know, I've been people speaking of people at Deep Mind, people at OpenAI, um, and lots of and just and just read stuff from other AI researchers, and lots of them think this is a realistic outcome. Right. I, I. it may you may well be right that actually it's not possible for an ai to do these various things what i am wary of is saying it definitely can't happen and there's you know we'll talk in a bit about how likely people think it is yeah but yes maybe it may be that we're getting too far ahead of ourselves maybe that these things just aren't possible with ais as they will be in 15 20 30 years time
0: The Study Show is sponsored by The I. Uh, the I is a newspaper in the UK. It's a daily newspaper. Um, it's got amazing coverage of British politics, but not only that, also um, world affairs. I'd say the uh, the Ukraine war coverage has been absolutely stellar in the last little while. Um, but I do have something of a bias because uh, it's also my employer. I write uh, science articles for the Eye. I've been writing recently about physics, for instance. Uh, there was the controversy about the room temperature superconductor that I covered on the same day that it came that it came out and uh, poured a little bit of cold water on those on those claims. But I think a lot of people appreciated the skepticism, and I think mm-hmm. listeners to this podcast would uh, think uh, something similar. So, um, uh, and Tom, obviously you. Also used to work for the Eye
1: I did until they traded me in for a younger model. Yeah. Yes, that, that, that would be me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, and it, yeah, I, I, I love working for the I and I still read it regularly, especially Stuart's excellent newsletter, Science Fictions, I believe oh, it's called. Is that right?
0: That's so kind, Tom. But yeah. it's not the only one. There's also newsletters on housing, economics uh, and politics too that you can sign up for. There are uh, deals for subscription right now. You can, you can sign up um, for a digital subscription. It's fifty nine ninety nine for a whole year of full access to the newspaper and it comes with all the apps and digital subscriptions. There are not just articles, but also all the other things you'd expect in a newspaper, puzzles, things like that too. So um, if you want access to that, then go to inews.co.uk forward slash subscribe and you can get access to the subscription to the i. We're very grateful that the i has chosen to sponsor the study show. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Another point that's made by Timothy Lee, who is uh, an AI uh, writer on Substack, hmm. he has the Understanding AI Substack, which is worth a read. I think he's a bit more sceptical about these sort of scenarios than than some other uh, Substackers are.
1: Other um, Substacks are available. Yeah,
0: yeah. Lots of, there's lots of Substacks. Um, but uh, th- what he says is that you know a lot of people worry. I mean the nanobot thing, creating loads of nanobots and controlling our minds is one thing, but actually, you know, another worry is that the the AIs will persuade people, yeah, right, that they will um, be so intelligent that that they'll manage to persuade someone to. Allow them access to stuff that they shouldn't have access to, like bank accounts or something, or allow them to, uh, get, you know, copy themselves onto robots the internet, with weapons yeah. on them, that, that sort of thing. Whatever. So, so that's one mechanism for how the AI could quote get out of the box. As some people, yes. as some people say. However, what he points out, what uh, uh, Timothy Lee, Timothy Lee, Lee yeah. points out, is that that's not really how persuasion works. We're persuaded by people that are like us. Um, it's not that the last time that you had a conversation with someone who's very intelligent that you were massively persuaded by them just by dint of their being more intelligent than you. Um, in fact, often we find people who are super intelligent to be not particularly convincing because they're talking in a language that we don't we don't necessarily understand. We are convinced by people who are um, actually you know on a similar level to us in our in group um, that, that have done things that we trust before. It just doesn't seem realistic that uh, this weird computer could pop up and suddenly we would all be brainwashed into uh, following its commands.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe, but, but like that again, that seems like seems like a lot to hang certainty on, right? Or it's a small a small peg to hang certainty on because the again, so it feels like such a cop out to say the the the, cons- the thing is it'll be much. Clever, and we say cleverer, but when we when we when we humans talk about cleverness, we think of someone who looks like Egon Spengler out of, Go, uh, of Ghostbusters, you mm. know, like an, a nerd, basically, or a super, or like Bill Gates or um, Einstein, who is extremely good at something mathsy and sciency. But what we mean, at least, a lot, you know, what, what we're really talking about is an ability to solve problems and uh, achieve things in the world. So maybe intelligence, you know, we sort of hinted at this before. Maybe intelligence isn't the right word, but the like chat gpt doesn't speak like a nerd it's, it can speak like whatever you ask it to speak like if it wants to be convincing it can be convincing it's, and and we're talking about something that will be vastly more advanced than that and hopefully or hopefully will be really good at talking to us in ways that we understand so that it, you know that you want it to be so that we can converse with it it can do the thing it can understand what we want we can understand what it wants it becomes it's a useful thing and the other thing is like to an extent it's it's pushing at an open door because you want you want your AIs to be doing useful things. You don't want to sort of have a have it sitting in a box saying you know like being clever in a in a box somewhere. You want it to be achieving things. You want it to be curing cancer and solving right. climate change. And, and so the way
0: we get all the medical and scientific and economic benefits is is
1: connecting it to stuff to
0: allow it access to stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you just you do have like. We, you, you, may, this is one of the things that people keep saying: is yeah, we'll just keep it in a box and it won't. Well, okay, but fine. Whether or not you, but you, if, you might then say, okay, I don't, I don't believe that it can persuade me to let it out of the box, even if it says, look, I can do the. But firstly, it will be, re- it will be very reasonably saying, look, you want me to do these things, I can do them better if I go, uh, if I, if I go around the world, maybe, and even if you know, maybe it won't say that, maybe, maybe it'll just happily sit in its box, or maybe it, um, maybe we will be wanting to give it things to do anyway because that's why we built it you know um i don't know it's it it's it, 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 it may be that all, all of these things are sort of people saying ah oh, but obviously it won't obviously it won't have anything to worry about so we'll just leave it in its box or it won't we won't and i say well maybe that but it doesn't I, i'm not i'm less confident than you than that all these things uh will work that they then that, that maybe maybe things will sneak past these many obvious ways in which it definitely won't work
0: Another point, I suppose, on your side, just to take your sides for a moment, is Thank that you. is that <laughs> is that uh, uh, it's also going to be able to develop, you know, video technology uh, to the point that it can have, you know. Your mother calling you up on a video call, t- talking to you, and it's going to seem like she—it actually is her talking yeah, to you happening. with her That's voice, right now. her face. Yeah, we're already at the point where mm. it's kind of almost at the point where this this could be. And mm. so, you know, it, it, there are ways of possible manipulation uh, that that it, that it could use. Um, and also, people talk about AI's um, blackmailing people, like mm. um, saying, "You know, I have I've hacked into your." emails i've read all your personal information and i'm going to reveal mm. it to the world unless you yes, uh, give me access, the access to, this to this dna
1: dna synthesis plant or something yeah, like that yeah yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah
0: or chemical chemical plant so but just just one more thing on, on on that before we get to uh uh before we before we move on is that the ai that we're most impressed by at the moment is the the, the chat bot chat yeah. bard Whatever, llama, llama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. And um, the new um, meta one. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been able to do what they do because they have access to a huge corpus of human language, yep. and language is their thing. However, AI in some areas of science, because of course AI has been being used in other and many many different fields. Yeah, it's kind of stalled in some areas of science, particularly in things like chemical engineering, because. The data is just not there. We don't have the equivalent in chemistry of a whole massive corpus of human language to feed into the AI to train it. Um, if an AI wanted to, you know, become dangerous by developing, say, a chemical weapon, right? Mm. Some people worry that an AI, you know, in theory, has come up with, uh, um, you know, a po- possible ideas for chemical weapons. Um, maybe it just doesn't have the data to be able to develop anything new that we haven't thought of maybe it's very fast and it can you can be as fast as you want at, at uh, developing things and coming up with new ideas for ways to attack humanity and punish them and uh, you know for for not doing what it, what, we, what what it says but maybe it just can't because it, again it hits that hard limit we the, the data just aren't available
1: well so that's, that's something else that's changing at the moment like the robotics is the classic example it's, it's much harder to get loads and loads of data from uh, you know robotics than it is to get loads and loads of data from like image classification stuff you can show you can you can download 10 billion photos off the internet and give it yes. to your AI straight away but to, in order to make a, um, a robot walk across a room you kind of have to do it yeah, there's you know, a, a minimum amount of time it takes to walk across a room. So you yes, have a right. So, so there's a hard so, limit there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or so, not a hard limit, but a mo- the, uh, the, the limit is a lot.
0: Is, is is very different in those. Yeah, exactly. Scenarios.
1: The the amount of data you can get, and and that is true. And so what DeepMind has in its labs is various robots doing things over and over again all the time, just working, working, working all the time to um, repeating, picking up a block and putting it down again, whatever. But also they're trying to make their AI's better at learning quickly from less data. You know, so the to mm. few few shot um few shot learning is what it's called um right, so it catches on so it catches on faster. which is humans can pick up stuff from uh you know not that it can learn learn basics of things on one or two you know without without seeing 10 billion uh, yes. golf shots or whatever can't they but you more know,
0: intelligent humans can catch on quicker than quicker. less intelligent yes, ones yes exactly
1: yeah. and then and again like the, the 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 slightly slightly wearily you know we're dealing with something that in theory is but then you know and maybe maybe it's impossible to make something that's better than humans at all these things but i don't mm. see why it would be because like all of the advantages are with the ai they they the silicon passes information faster than nerves do right they can if if i learn how to ride a bicycle i can't like down i can't upload the information of bicycle riding and pass it to you i have to sort of explain it to you and you have to try it and you have to learn it yourself you can't but whereas an ai can like oh, i've got the hang of bike riding here is my entire memory bank on that i will pass it across to you you know and mm. so wh- when one learns it they all learn it you know um and there's no... We, we have to run all our processing off like a less energy than a light bulb or something, electric, you know, and, and in, keep it inside the, a, um, a head the size of a watermelon. Well, not even a watermelon, a normal melon. Speak Water for yourself. would be huge. John. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas, you know, you can, you can run a, You know, computers... The computers can be as big and as powerful as you like. So there's no... So unless we're saying there's something sort of quasi-magical about m- meat that we run human brains on there's nothing in nothing obvious to say that we can't build something that's that works better than humans on in in silicon and i so i'm i'm very wary of saying that it'll definitely never be as good at learning stuff as humans are um yeah i, I it seems i mean even the skeptical ai scientists i've spoken to sort of yeah well of course you know skeptical of ai killing everybody yeah. um uh, they do seem to say, yeah, well, of course it'll be as capable as humans at some point, right? That, that's just, it, it it has all the advantages, uh, it seems to me.
0: Okay. Let's just, let's uh, uh, talk about a, a, a couple of final uh, uh, points then. A lot of the scenarios people bring up about killer robots, Terminator mm. and uh, uh, and so on, uh, that's, that's just sci-fi f- nonsense, isn't it, right? We're not going to get a situation where we have, Killer robots knocking on our doors, or uh, uh, we're directly killed by by uh, robots operated by a malicious AI that wants to hunt down humans and kill and kill them.
1: Uh, no, are we no, but that's that's that's, that's exactly what they, that's that's what I, people get really annoyed about. Though, is get really annoyed by the illustrating it with the Terminator. The the example that um, Nate Suarez, who's a um, an AI safety thinker in California, he used to use when he was talking to um, in a presentation to Google, were like it was more like Disney's Fantasia or like the the um, the monkey paw right but you know you you tell the the disney's fantasia mickey tra- um oh, the sorcerer's charm. apprentice the so, yeah. sorcerer's apprentice yeah exactly he charms he charms the broom to fill, fill the bucket for him the yes. cauldron for him and it does exactly that but it carries on way past in it and and that's so that's it, it floods is,
0: it floods the room and replicates yeah. itself and i mean it exactly. actually it's, it's quite a, scarily prescient given yeah, the exactly. work it's, it's a very yeah.
1: good it's a very yeah. good um uh, demonstration, and actually, there's right. a great piece by you should look up Nate Suarez's talk if you want. But yeah, so that's the that's Fantasia the Fantasia
0: is from 19 like 42 or something, yeah, right? exactly. Right. I mean, and pretty... that story, I think the Sorcerer's Apprentice story is even older, yeah,
1: than that. um, so yeah, uh, uh ancient German poem uh-huh, of some yeah, kind, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um. So no, so it's, it's, the point is very much it won't. It's not that the AI will achieve sentience or uh, realize that you know that break its programming. It will do exactly what we, what it's told, like the ones in, we talked about, and I and, and I suppose people then say, oh, but it, that doesn't. That's not very intelligent, you know. It's surely it's, it's we're talking about something that's more intelligent than us, right? Um, so it should know that's not what we wanted, and, and that's probably true. I mean, the, the, the argument is that it's probably true, right? That the, it will it will indeed know perfectly well on in whatever sense we mean by no that yeah, it's so that's not fine yeah but it, but it won't care because we haven't programmed mm. it to care it only cares about the thing like an oh, analogy bugger. right yeah an analogy evolution programmed us to enjoy sweet food and sex not with each other yet but you know the um <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more i'm sorry about Staying that on. yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. um uh, but like It's not actually what it wanted, right? It it doesn't. Evolution doesn't actually care, in inverted commas, about us, about whether or not we enjoy sweet food or sex. It it cares about us uh, staying alive and reproducing and achieving um, sort of what's what's the word inclusive reproductive fitness, Fitness, right? Yeah, yeah. So passing on more genes to the next generation, but we don't care about that we we still people st- still enjoy having sex even with birth control even though it has no chance of passing on genes yes. and they still enjoy eating sweet food even that makes us fat and doesn't right. actually help us because these are like more.
0: epi phenomena or whatever or, exactly uh, they're, they're, of, of, the, of the thing that really matters
1: well what they are is they are things that in the historical environment have correlated well with the actual goal yes you know? right so that so that so that it is it is it is it has told us to optimize for these particular sub goals which as it happens, have traditionally um, uh, correlated well with the the thing it really wants, which is um, uh, inclusive fitness, repassing on genes. Right. But it's it's Goodhart's law. Um, you know, it, it, we once we started optimizing for those things, we started optimizing for those things, enjoying sex and 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 so the AI, in theory, once again, the concern is that this that the AI would do that same thing it would you tell it to optimize for making teacups or for whatever and it will do that and if then it and you say well i didn't want you to turn the entire planet into teacups and then then jupiter into a a, to a giant um, computer for thinking about how best to make more teacups um (laughs) but you have done that and I didn't ask you, and that's not what I wanted. And he's like, I don't care. I, I, right, I, the I care don't care labs. that
0: Mickey is panicking about his lab being filled yeah, with... Exactly theirs, being his, uh, his, yeah, exactly. His, his master's lab being filled with yeah,
1: uh, Exactly, and it's, it's not what they care about. I should say, right, also, I, I, I just get... I always get a bit nervous when I talk about this because it sounds so sci-fi, and you have to do so much of this... Yes, we're dealing with some imaginary future the- theoretical thing that... Um, uh, it doesn't exist yet, and maybe never yeah. will exist. And, you and a know, lot of people all... are just
0: put off completely by that. They just think, "Well, why? Why should yeah. we care about this?"
1: Exactly. And I, I, I sort of, I, I always feel I want to sort of back myself away from it a bit and say, you know, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen, or even necessarily likely to happen. But I will say it's not just it's not just fringe crackpots who think who worry about this. If you look at like um like Jeff Hinton, who worked at Google, who's called the Godfather of AI, and he um or uh, one of the godfathers and there's Joshua Benugo, who is another one and they they both expressed genuine concern about this you know the bad outcomes from AI like this but there uh, is also
0: a third godfather of AI
1: Jan LeCun is Le- it? Jan no. LeCun who yeah. is
0: very skeptical and in fact spends a lot of his time on twitter ridiculing uh concerns about uh he does. AI explosions and AI apocalypses and so on
1: and there's lots of look there are lots of AI theorists who do um I can't remember the name of one of them, but there's, there's uh, Gary Marcus is another one who who um, he's become who, more worried Brooks, recently, but yeah. but
0: is not worried about this particular scenario. He's more worried no. about the propensity for Bad misinformation actors. and yeah. uh, and people miss people, yeah, humans deliberately misusing. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then there's people like Rodney Brooks who just think AI will will you know in the meaningful senses will never happen. He's basically always said uh, you know and and I, I I obviously don't know better than any of those people, right? they they might be right but i also yeah. don't know better than you know jeff hinton yoshua banugo or there's um stuart russell who's the uh author of the standard undergraduate textbook on ai and sam altman who sound founded open ai and um shane leg who's the, or the uh deep founder of DeepMind. Mm. They they say it could happen and it is a realistic worry and, and like as a layman who you know can't program an ai i can't if if two people of equal sort of or, or you know if lots of people of equal sort of gravitas and standing give the uh, give me these arguments why that could and couldn't happen then I I, I can't just say uh, if if one of them says it might happen and one of them says it might not it definitely won't then I, I feel I've got to say it 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 could plausibly happen is a realistic thing to say and also if you spend as I did a year or so going through the arguments for it as best you can it they do seem not crazy to me and then the um the people shouting shouting down just say oh this is stupid it won't have any agency but and then and then you say but well but they've sort of they, the other side have already argue, talked about that they've tried to explain why it it will have agency in some meaningful sense or why it could be dangerous and you just sort of ignore those arguments and i find that difficult and then when you when you go and do surveys of ai researchers um Katia grace is an ai researcher and she did one last year and she found that the median AI researcher surveyed thought that the probability of human extens- extinction is 10%, which, you know, and then, she, you know, there, there was some Sounds ambiguities in the day. It does yeah. sound very high. She, th- then she she said, like, actually, if you ask a slightly different question, you end up with, like, 5%. But even that, you know, I, I wouldn't yeah. get on a plane that had a 1% chance yes, of crashing, that's true. right? that's true. You know, I, I uh, wouldn't do that.
0: Y- yeah, I mean, I, I, that seems all very well, but there are there are also some people who are a bit more on the crackpot end who oh, are you know, no shortage of them, yes, standing yeah. up and crying and uh saying there's no future and saying this ch- you know w- incredibly like um Eliezer Yudkowsky said in an interview that he doesn't know what to say to children anymore because he knows there's no future for yeah. them and, uh, and all that sort of stuff and it all sounds incredibly overdramatic and a little bit crackpot
1: I look I, I'm I'm kind of fond of Eliezer Yudkowsky because I he was a central character and he's he's one of the people who first raised this whole whole topic. Yeah, he's
0: been talking about this for decades. 20, right?
1: 20 years nearly, yeah. yeah. Um uh, and he you know he, he he's got to get a lot of credit for being one of the people to raise the idea. He does I, I feel like he's in a way gone a sort of mirror image of um people like Jan Lacun who are you know Jan Lacun's utter certainty that this could never happen and then people like Eliezer's near certainty that it definitely will strikes me as overconfident. But I, I also right. feel like if there's a, even a small you know a small but non-trivial chance of a really really bad outcome i, I think it is worth spending some attention paying some attention to it you know i think right, like
0: uh like we have pandemic preparation or maybe exactly. not enough but you know there, yeah there no it turned out that wasn't as... enough yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah um there's a lot of sort of dodging the point people say things like oh it's not real intelligence it's not you know it's only it's it's not you know there's not and i said well fine it's don't don't call it intelligence call it call it whatever call it optimization power call it capability there's, there's well, the there's thing is great... we don't
0: really have a good definition of intelligence for for human intelligence either even after 100 years or more of of, of studying yeah. it and you know it being a central thing in human psychology from the first humans, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we don't we don't have a, a good definition of that. Either at the psychological level, certainly not the neuroscientific level. Um there's kind of consensus definitions that people jump on. But also we just say you know, there was a famous psychologist at the start of the twentieth century that was asked for a definition of intelligence and he wrote, intelligence is what the tests test. Yes. Um, and it doesn't matter what the definition is, we don't know enough about how the brain works. But What matters is that there are these practical things out there that we can that we use, and uh, they are useful in predicting some behaviors and so on. And uh, and and I sort of see an analogy uh, here. By the way, that guy's name was Edwin Boring, which is a fantastic name for a psychologist. I see a kind of analogy here where it's it, it doesn't really matter if it's intelligence. Yeah. It, what matters is what it can do and and we can sit around hand about the definition all day long um but 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 it, it, it matters about what it what it can what do what it can
1: do well there's a there's a great old um ai line which was asking whether machines can think is like asking whether submarines can swim like you don't, call it swimming if you like doesn't matter it, it can get right. through the water right. quite fast right You no, that that that's 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 what it's doing and you know? there's another
0: interesting point there as well which is you know Maybe when I started my PhD, uh, or or when I was an undergrad, people seem to think that building computer models of the human brain would help us understand the human brain, right? Mm. Trying to build all these neural networks, and there's been some, you know, advances in 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 that, but I don't think we would say that we've actually really learned that much about how the human brain operates by doing by doing this kind of modeling. We've learned an awful lot about how machines can learn and think and we've mm. got to the point where we we've, we've got you know machines that can that can do the sort of amazing stuff that chat gbt stuff does but it's interesting that we haven't really learned that much about biology uh no. or about the brain and these are just different these are just different things well than, exactly
1: uh, and, it, and it does there was another line from from the undergrad textbook uh, artificial intelligence modern approach which was you know something i can't remember the exact line but it was something like you know people didn't try and achieve powered flight heavy in their flight by trying to design something that flies an airplane that flies indistinguishably from a pigeon you know that right. we're, the we're Wright brothers
0: designed that weird looking plane yeah, but it exactly. doesn't look anything like a pigeon but it still flies yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. So, exactly. so much the submarine uh, analogy yeah exactly i feel like i'm getting on your uh, too yeah, much yeah. on your side here so okay yes. okay it seems to me that uh even though you claim that there's all these fast advances in AI and so on. It seems to me that this is very far in the future, right? That they're going to get to the point where it's uh, general level human intelligence. And so it's not something that we have to worry about for a while, is it?
1: Um, well, it depends what you mean by a while. I mean, as I said, in 2017, 18, this stuff seemed impossible. The stuff that's happening now seemed impossibly far in the future. But if you ask that same Katia Grace survey, asked the median estimate of. I asked AI researchers what their median estimate for fifty percent probability of human-level intelligence. So when they when they thought you have to say, define that, right? Sorry, okay, so yeah, so so let's you have to define everything there, really. Okay, but but what but, I
0: mean is when you ask people in the in the survey, they're going to understand different things from.
1: Yeah, that's from true, that. but I, I imagine you'll be vaguely pointing to roughly the same sort of thing: a, a a a computer that can do most of the tasks a human can do as well as a human, right? Like yeah. As well as the median human, whatever. Okay if you ask them so like when's your over you know when do you reckon it will be 50 percent likely that this will turn up so more likely than not or as likely as not and the the average answer was 2059 which incidentally was i think 10 years sooner or um than it was when you asked they asked in 2016 and they all said that within 30 years of that or the most the large majority of them said within 30 years of of whenever it turns up it will be vastly superhuman at all things. So there's this great Werner Ving Vingi Vingi quote he's a he's a sort of futurist and he said did, someone asked him uh will machines ever be as smart as a human and he said yes but only briefly. And, <laughs> and uh, nice. you know and it could, this could be nonsense. People are very bad at predicting the future. There's the Ernest Rutherford was one of the great pioneers of um uh, nuclear physics, and he said, "Oh, the idea of getting power from the atom is merest moonshine." And right, well, think, look at where we are. Well, yeah. literally the next day, the actual next oh, really? day, uh, <laughs> Leo Gillard came up with the idea for um, the self-sustaining nuclear reactions that wow. drive fish and plants. You know, the Wright yeah. brothers in 1900, I think, said that they didn't think that so mankind would achieve heavier than their flight in their lifetime. Right. Um, that was three years before they did. They themselves yeah. broke. It. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: Okay. So yeah, a lot of these kind of futurology quotes are, 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 are difficult, but exactly. Um, yeah, I think it is fair to say that uh, you, after a few months of having the chat, the chat like ChatGPT, we can we can kind of look at uh, problems with them and the weird things that they do. But just a few months ago, we, we were all shocked by how mm. by how great these things these things were. So we should yeah. kind of remember that. that we that should.
1: Thing. I mean, like, I'm not saying that they, I, there's there's this sort of weird competition between people who worry about near-term AI stuff about algorithmic bias and. Um, <laughs> Job losses and yes. Uh, well, things, let's. You know.
0: That's that's another that's another point is that is. we we forget about all this. Forget about all this long term stuff. Hmm. What about the fact that AIs can be used by you know totalitarian governments like China to to learn about people's features and spy on them? They can be used to produce endless amounts of fake text videos. You know all sorts of stuff that cr- criminals right now are using to mm. exploit people out of their money and steal things and hack into uh, banks uh, and so on. They are going to steal people's jobs. Maybe not. Maybe steal is not the right way steal, to yeah, yeah. do it. But they're going to they're Be- going to obsolete. Jobs will yes. They're going to obsolete people uh, mm. because they can do things so much more efficiently than than humans. So what we're going to do with all these humans? These are all the concerns that we have immediately. All this stuff in the future about existential risk. F- forget that.
1: I'm- my my trouble with that is, it that I feel like it, you, it that implies you can't worry about more than one thing at once, right? Like if if, if you're so worried about artificial uh, about artificial intelligence stealing jobs and things, you say, well, why are we worrying? Why, why do you worry about anything else? Like why are we worry about climate change when AIs are going to come and ch- take our jobs? No, because I'm capable of saying here are two problems that are both worth looking at. I mean, it's a bit like also saying why are we worried about. Um, climate change in the future when it's doing damage now. I mean, you could say the things you need to do to stop AI climate change in the future are the same that you need to stop it now and maybe they're different in what you do to prevent AI apocalypse to what you do to prevent algorithmic bias or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think just generally understanding how AI goes wrong on a broader level is probably a good idea. But also, even if they are totally different, it's just, it's worth having some clever people, I think, worrying about this thing that probably won't happen but might just realistically have an incredibly bad outcome you know like like if if if, even if we think those ai theorists who said five percent were out by a factor of five or even ten still a a, you know one in 200 chance of the world being destroyed is higher than i'm comfortable with so i just i'd be very happy for people to take it seriously rather than just say oh, we're worrying, you know, we're just just tech bros trying to distract us from uh, from their real problems of that their AIs are all racist and so on. Well, um, here's
0: a here's a final here's a final question that leads on from that. Then yeah. it sounds like if if we're going to get super intelligent AIs, and they're going to be in charge of weapon systems, and they're going to be in charge of our economy, and they're going to be in charge of banks, and they're going to be in charge of all the different things that we're going to put them in charge of to you know to help us hmm. if they start displaying, you know, misaligned behaviour, that is that their goals are not aligned with the goals of humanity, um, or even actively start trying to attack humans to, to, to make sure that they don't get switched off or whatever. It seems quite impossible It seems like, you know, it's impossible to stop that There's all these AI models going to be out there All different kinds of software They're going to be given a huge range of different tasks Any mm. one of which could go wrong um, and, and start, you know, displaying Sorcerer's Apprentice type type uh, behaviour behavior. What, what are all these clever people That you're going to be paying To work on AI alignment or whatever How can they stop this? And how can the governments stop it?
1: I don't know Bloody hell, I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't it seem know. hopeless, you know? I mean, Well, now you've changed, you've changed your tune, haven't you? Well, um, I'm, I'm uh,
0: attacking you from a different angle. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, I think that's the big worry, isn't it, right? You're, you're, it's a bit like it turned out that nuclear weapons were quite easy to make. And you know that loads of different companies just started making. Well, nuclear power was quite easy to do in small places, You know, and then, and it, it, as it turned out, it could also turn to making bombs. And you, everyone's just saying, "Oh, we'll make the nuclear power, but we won't make any bombs." But do you trust everyone to get it right? Yes. You know, yeah, exactly. and yes, you're right. There is a, um, there's a. Oh god, it's um, unilateralist's curse is the phrase. Like it, right. it, it, it takes only one person to, right, to, not cooperate to, right, to, for right. it all to go badly wrong. And when so you have thousands of actors, so yes, what are
0: we going to do to stop it?
1: I don't know. And I, I mean you 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 tr- there, there's you you the hope is that like you said it needs only going to be possible with really massive ais and, and you see um uh, at the time of recording uh, OpenAI, microsoft google and anthropic have all got together to build make a, a sort of ai Research and governance and control body called the Frontier Project or Frontier something rather, and um, and th- and if it is just them who could ever make these massive AIs, then that's probably gonna be all right. Although I noticed that Meta haven't signed up, and Jan LeCun's the one who always says there's nothing, nothing to worry about, so they'll be off doing their own thing. He works for joy. he works for Meta. Yes, Jan LeCun no. works for Meta.
0: So, uh, but 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 yeah. do you not think that these people uh, have uh, here? And this is a common uh, complaint that's made or a common argument that's made. Do you not think these people have it in their own own interest to hype up the power of the tools that they're developing? Do you not think they're trying to, you know, uh, uh, um, solidify their monopoly on developing AIs by lobbying the government to regulate these things and, you know, allow only really big companies uh, to get over all the hurdles that the, the government might put in place to keep these models running?
1: Uh, the old Baptists and bootleggers thing. So the, the, there was just, you know, the Baptists trying to ban alcohol and the bootlegger who'd made money from it also trying to keep it banned so they could keep their right. market monopoly. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Um... I mean, and also maybe, right? but also
0: just a hype thing also like saying you know th- this is going to be really important it's yeah. so important that it might end the world that's how important it is like john uh, von
1: neumann said of um, robert oppenheimer when robert oppenheimer did his whole like uh, you know i i am become death you know isn't it terrible i've made the nuclear bomb yes and john von neumann said uh sometimes a man apologizes for uh, apologizes for a sin in order to take credit for it right um, right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean I, i'm not saying that's not part of the motivation i, I, I may, it may well be part of the motivation and that you know it does make these people and also yes it may well um uh, regulation on 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 a new industry will make is always useful is often useful for the big players because they've got the money to get around it and the new right. upstarts can't although that said everyone also accuses them of trying to avoid regulation when they set up this you know this frontier thing so you know i feel like you can't have it both ways mm. but even even if that's part of the motivation it doesn't Change whether or not the underlying arguments make sense. So I and lots of other people who aren't making money. If you like Jeff Hinton quit Google to, to to say all this stuff about it and without without him sort of feeling like he'd be slagging off Google, who he thinks are doing a good job, and he doesn't have a financial incentive anymore, and he still worries about it. I think yeah. you can reasonably say there are people who worry about it who have no obvious financial incentive in it. I've spoken to people who are speaking off the record about it, and they do worry. So. I, I think there's there's a there's a, I all I I I suppose what I really want to put get across is, it's see it's there's enough people who who are sensible and knowledgeable about it who say this is a plausible outcome that I would be happy for them to for us to take it seriously. Okay, well,
0: I mean I uh, uh, have tried to me out of it yeah, talk you out of this, or uh, play the character of uh, the the AI skeptic and mm-hmm. uh, I have to say that you 've come up with some pretty uh, convincing responses to all the arguments that i've', that I've made. Maybe we'll I see, have failed the ideological yeah. Turing test and not uh, actually put up the arguments that a you know a rational AI skeptic would and if you do uh, any listeners, if you do have any other objections, then please do put them in the comment section uh, on our sub stack, which uh, you can find at thestudyshowpod.com uh www.thestudyshowpod.com you can uh, find all our episodes there um and you can also subscribe yes. to uh, our podcast where you can get an email every time we release uh, a new episode just like this one and uh, If you're feeling very kind and you want uh, more of this to continue, you can help us keep the lights on, metaphorically speaking, at uh, the Studies show by -hmm. making uh, a financial contribution too. Any final AI-related points that you wanted to make, Tom? Uh,
1: Honestly, just uh, hope we all don't die. That would
0: (laughs) be nice. There's a nice positive uh, note to end on. A little little, little bit of hope after the the Pandora's box is opened. A little butterfly of hope that comes out at the end. (laughs)
1: Lovely. All right. Well, thanks very much, guys. I'm Tom Chivers. I'm Stuart Ritchie. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye bye.